0: scary games chard's here to talk about them with me today on <laughs> hello folks I am joined by chard monk today what? and uh
1: we're are we mostly focused on a horror double feature, I guess, you could call it. You said we were ghost hunting today. I brought all this gear and oh, and we're just here I'm- to talk? I thought we were hunting ghosts, bro. <laughs> Jesus.
0: I'm I'm sorry I left my proton pack back in California. Uh,
1: California, oh, man. you oh, I just I got I got this EMF reader and some and some fucking digital recorders, bro. All right. That's fine. I'd rather talk about it anyways because I don't want that stuff following me home. <laughs> have you ever actually tried to go ghost hunting for real? Um Just curious. Inadvertently, um, I have seen. I have seen some stuff. I, I I got some some spooky stories we can talk about later when, it, like you know, post haste if you want to. But um, <laughs> I've done. <laughs> we'll, I've done stuff. We'll save it for off recording. Yeah, yeah. But... We we went to uh, my my best friend and I, Lord Optic. We did a cross country trip. Uh, I flew out to New York and. He drove from New York to Washington when he was moving out here, and we went to Gettysburg, and we, you know, we saw a whole bunch of monuments, stuff like that. And I, you know, you take your phone out, takes pictures, you know, turn on the voice recorder, play it back, you know, just just stuff like that. But I, yeah, you you don't want to, you want to ask the questions and have them, you know, realize (laughs) that you're speaking to them, and then you know, have another person driving cross country with you. That's just awkward. So, um, yeah, never, I never made it obvious. I'm, I'm way too chicken to do like actual I love <laughs> ghost hunting shows and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know if I don't know if I could do it myself. I'd I i do not know. I don't think I'm brave enough to go in there and do that stuff. And you guys could point and laugh at me all you want. I don't know if I'm oh, brave it, enough for that stuff. <laughs> anymore?
0: <laughs> oh hell no. When I was younger, absolutely. Um we had a crazy hospital that had been shut down.
1: Mm.
0: Uh it's it was a mental institution, but it had been shut down for I don't know how many years before I moved to that area. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to go check that out. But uh...
1: <laughs> those are the worst. I, I, I've... Man, I got like friends with haunted houses and stuff like doors would open and close and stuff. And you could hear walking around the house at night when nobody's sleeping. But that's like the worst that I mean. And th- that's pretty bad. But that's not I couldn't I can't get into like a dilapidated hospital of any kind. Like I just couldn't. <laughs> so oh, it's funny. Jake and
0: GP will make fun of me because I believe in this stuff. But. Hey, I, I you have seen
1: some shit You have, and, you have and solidarity in, in ghost hunting and, and the belief in it Because uh, they can make fun <laughs> of me too So I'm all about that stuff So uh, Lord Optic uh, When I went and got him in New York He was actually in uh, uh, It was an old hospital That they converted into this Huge apartment Like high rise Like oh. thing And uh there's uh, they were constantly working on it because you know trying to renovate it and whatnot. It was beautiful. It was absolutely stunning. And uh, there's a hallway that never could they could never renovate because they say that their tools would go missing, things would get moved from where they were working on whenever they tried to renovate that like that specific section of the hallway. They couldn't because they they lose all their stuff all the time, or or something would shift, or they'd hear someone talking to them. Again, all rumors, all hearsay, um, but that he heard about it so much that it was just it was a common occurrence to talk about in that in that location. So, wow I was only there for like twenty minutes because I was picking them up. But I, you know, me, as <laughs> yeah. soon As I, as soon as I hear that, I'm like looking down the hallway that they can't fix. And I was like, do I want to go down there with my phone and maybe? Nah, <laughs> we got places to be. <laughs> How we gotta curious be am
0: I really? Yeah, no, wasn't that
1: curious? <laughs> wasn't that curious?
0: <laughs> I guess we'll start with summer of '58. Because I think that'll be a slightly shorter conversation, and then we can get into Alien Isolation <laughs> a little further in.
1: I'm glad you played that. I um, I stumbled upon the game. Um, I've I've recently been introduced to TikTok. I know it's it's my life now. <laughs> um, I uh, a worker of mine and my wife uh, were both they they love the stuff, and I was pretty pretty adamantly against watching anything on it just because i was being elitist and whatnot and um there's uh there's a couple like streamers that post their stuff in there i know middle-aged stream has uh has some stuff on there too a little shout out to him but uh there's this this guy um i don't know him i've never actually watched him i've only seen his tiktoks i follow his tiktoks more than his actual stream and he was playing (laughs) this game and he was horrified throughout the entire playthrough of the game. And it's just click it's 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 quick snippets, clicks of like, you know, the jump scares. You played it, so most of the jump scares that, you know, happened throughout the game. And I was so like I was laughing so hard at his reactions that I was like, I got to I got to get in on this. <laughs> and it was cheap. It was cheap on Steam. You know, it wasn't it didn't break the bank or anything crazy like that. And it looked beautiful for what it was. It was an indie game. And I went, you know what? Let's give it a try. So I got it. I got my green screen set back up because I wanted it to be, you know, immersion in the game. And uh I think I played 15 minutes of it and went, okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop and save it <laughs> for the stream. Cause I I was already like my hair was already standing up on my arm. So uh and it 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 delivered. It delivered in every aspect that I figured that game was going to be delivered. So um we could we could talk about what it is so people know what it is cuz i just went into like this tirade about how horrifying it is and nobody even knows what the heck we were talking about so
0: yeah i don't want to i don't want to spoil too much but uh yeah yeah the game <clears throat> does a really good job with the the sound design mm. the the background noises and the the instrumental shutters and all that oh man it it really makes you tense the whole time you're playing
1: yeah and it's a-
0: honestly you're you're right the game does look pretty good. Uh if it if it were something I were just skimming through on Steam, I probably would might have looked at it and passed mm-hmm. right by because it does look like one of those low budget Unity games that you see a lot on Steam and Right. I mean it it sucks that it gets lumped in with that because it's a lot more than that. Yeah. But you know, upon first impression that's what I would have thought. Right. Uh, I'm 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 glad you mentioned it. You you mm. su- uh suggested it. And I went and looked into it and checked out your clips and all that. And mm. I was like, "All right, this this is worth a play. I'm <laughs> yeah. interested."
1: Hey, it just it just takes one dude like crying in his chair <laughs> to get somebody else to be like, "You know what? They don't give that play for a little bit." <laughs> uh, it, it, I, yeah. I
0: showed the clips to my wife, and she was like, "Oh, poor guy."
1: <laughs> the poor guy. I did that. I brought that upon myself. I have no one to blame but myself. No one forced yeah. me. No one bet me. But. I like scary games like I used to hate scary games. I don't care for jump scare movies like they're just like I don't I'm not a big five nights to Freddy kind of dude because the, to me there's no premise. I'm sure there is and and anybody that plays five nights and loves that game. I apologize. I don't get it. It's to me. It's just like wait. It's just waiting for the jump scare. So obviously, you know, you're building up the the stress of it coming and and then maybe you get through the night and it doesn't happen. But most of the time you don't. Like from all the streamers that I've watched, I've never seen anybody get through a night of that game. Um, so, but with this, there's like, there's there's story and there's premise and there's movement and you're you're exploring a little bit. So games like that, that allow you to kind of like walk around and see what's going on instead of just planning you in in one spot and just waiting for the death to come at you or whatever, the jump scare to come at you. Um, I I find far more entertaining, which is why um I really picked this one up. And you mentioned sound design, which is, you know, a good it's not a segue, but it's a good tie in to Alien Isolation, which we'll get into more detail here in a minute. About how both of these games the soundscape is really the big selling point in, in this game. Yeah.
0: I it's arguably one of the most important aspects of a game like these.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's you, you just feel stressed throughout the entire playthrough. Yes, and, and without the sound and without the music and without all the stuff, you you just be like, "Hey, the room's dark. This sucks." <laughs> it's it sucks walking yeah, around and here. I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna
0: say flickering lights and darkness and all that doesn't help. Right. But sound is what really drives it home. Yeah, especially like if you've got headphones on or earphones oh. in. That's that's the end of it, right oh, there. That's
1: game over, man. <laughs> game over. <laughs>
0: I mean, uh, throwing it back just a little bit. Summer of '58 horror aspects reminded me somewhat of the original Silent Hill. Back when I first played
1: it, okay, okay. Way
0: back on the original PlayStation, I was staying up late with my friend. We we're playing in the dark. It's like midnight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd been up probably since four that morning. So I was dead tired and a little loopy. Yep. <laughs> so that certainly doesn't help when you're playing a scary game. Nope. <laughs> no. And uh, I was getting vibes of that this time around, playing, you know, fresh off asleep sleep mm-hmm. and at what nine thirty in yeah, the morning? Yeah, you were. 10 you were. Like
1: you were morning time. Yeah, you were morning, early afternoon when when you fired that guy up. Yeah. I was so happy to catch it. It was like the one day that I took off of work because I was waiting for my my <laughs> VR set to show up and and for them to come and fix my room. Oh. And then you fired up. I'm like, "Oh, Wolf's playing it today, bro! I'm in. I'm watching this whole freaking thing, and I'm so happy I did. I was glad I get to enjoy that journey. It was with a good you. time. But um,
0: I I will say that the setting was really interesting. Mm-hmm. It was it was a little janky just because, and I mean. I don't know if it's on purpose or if it was literally part of the original language of the developers, yeah. but it kind of worked regardless yeah. <laughs> because you were supposed to be translating from Russian to English right? It... with a, with a dictionary. <laughs> right. So the guy does not know Russian. <laughs> so I'm sure, I, I don't know if it was just a way to like really ease up on the, the developers in translation right. and sort of help the moment. Yeah. I don't know,
1: but it worked it did it, it it's it's very broken and very kind of like wait what Is that, what's he trying to say but it it did it, it definitely sounded like if my if I was over in Russia with a dictionary knowing zero knowledge of how to say the language properly or read it that's probably what it right would, um, it would probably translate to me as well as very very broken I, I, and I couldn't
0: even tell you what order the Cyrillic alphabet goes in I wouldn't know where to start exactly you
1: know exactly um, no, he was translating way faster now. Yeah, well, he was writing notes in it. I was like, "This guy's like full <laughs> on speaking it now." He just all of a sudden he's been here for three nights and he already knows it. Yeah. So it, it there is there is a little jank to the game. Uh, it, I, one of my bigger gripes, and I and again, I I don't know if it was intentional or not, was the triggering method. Like, however you would advance the story, it didn't feel like. In some spots, I felt like, oh, okay, this should advance it by doing this. But then there were times, and I know you felt it wandering around, like, what, what am I supposed to do now? Like, where do I go from here? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you'd hear a sound effect, or you'd hear a knock on the door, you'd hear a whisper or something. And then you would go into that room, and then it would start triggering the next event of whatever was happening. But there wasn't a lot of cues. And I, th- you got to wonder if it's designed for you to start stressing out, because you're like, okay, I'm locked in this room. I don't know where to go. Uh, nothing's like opening. Everything's locked or chained up. What do I do here? And then something really gets you spooked, and then that's that's kind of the you know that's the trigger to go on to the next thing. You can always tell when you when you scream high pitched. That means it's time to move on to the next area. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so this this game, I actually started to
0: meta game just a little bit mm-hmm. after I realized, and it really is unfortunate that. I couldn't find a way to lose. Like there mm-hmm. was no notable, like if there's a way to get a game over in this game, I didn't find yeah, it. Yeah, me either. And I was kind of screwing around a little bit after a while mm-hmm. testing the waters. Yeah. So it, it made it a little less scary for me once I put that together. Because I'm always, when I play a game, I'm a nerd. Right. I want to know how the game is designed and what kind of things they're doing, the mechanics and mm-hmm. all that. So once I realize a mechanic, I start to game it a little bit. It's just the way I play. And with this one, I started to cheese the game a little bit, and it started to feel a little bit less scary because of that. Now, not to say entirely, because it was still doing a number on my senses (laughs) in the long run. I just, it was just, I knew there were no major repercussions.
1: I feel like you lose in real life. (laughs) Because I, I'm going to tell you what, I did it at night on a Saturday night. Uh, I obviously had my panel lights on because we had the green screen going. So I, you know, had that all set up. So there was well lit in the room, but I did not sleep well after that game. I, uh, <laughs> I I can't I can't say that I had vivid nightmares or anything related to it, but I know I tossed and turned that entire night, and I woke up Sunday going, "Yeah, I don't feel I don't feel like streaming or doing anything today." This is this this kind of uh, it sucked the life out of me a little bit, but in a good way. Like I definitely was interested and I was engaged throughout the whole thing. And I, I I assumed there was no death trigger. There, I mean, there might be. I don't know, but I didn't find one. But it was just my imagination running wild with what the game was giving me, and that's and yeah. that made it that that made up for any chance. I'm like, I I could die. I might die in this chair. It could be me that dies <laughs> in this chair. I'm my avatar, you know.
0: It once you realize that, it makes every aspect of it psychological because there's no actual since you can't die and not you can't get set back at all mm-hmm. it's all just taking in what's there instead of worrying about what could happen
1: to right you. i and i didn't know if i was going to be able to how long did finish it take it. you to notice oh my god like i was halfway through it going i don't know if i could <laughs> go any further I'm, I'm like taxed i'm mentally taxed at this point it had been a while since we played something <laughs> that intense uh so, but we, we soldiered on. So you were, well, how long, how long did it take you to notice the, the bunny rabbit? Oh, f- immediately that, that rabbit was everywhere. Okay. Cause I mean, the first time you see it, it's in the window in the bathroom and then you leave. Staring yeah, at And you. then you leave and then it's not there. And then it's in a chair. You
0: yeah. Find it across the building. Yeah, and then behind you, you, a yeah, window, you find it under the window. Under the, under the Then window. you find it
1: in the, I think the first time you ever see it and it's, it's easy to miss it's in that chair next to that window. Um, where you oh. find the light bulbs or whatever, it's like folded over, so it's very unnoticeable. But if you if you're looking, if you're paying attention, because I've watched, I've watched the dude stream it, I've watched you, I've watched a bunch of people on YouTube stream it, just because I wanted to see like how everybody responded to this. And if I was the wuss, or if all of us were <laughs> the same way about how scary this <laughs> thing was, so I had noticed it, I picked up on it. I didn't see you found the note in the room about the rabbit. I didn't. F- I didn't oh find yeah that. about it being so when you were playing a little girl yeah rabbit. when you read that i was like oh shit i didn't look behind there there's the correlation okay there's the bunny okay so the now the bunny makes sense as to why that thing's everywhere where it needs to be so there's a lot of, of yeah. hidden gems and information in the game that you could easily miss just because you're too scared to go look at anything um <laughs> but if if you're like Wolf and you can you can dig down deep and find find your big boy pants, uh, you can you can find a lot of really cool lore. I guess it was. I thought it was funny you were talking about the little mirror because I didn't read that note either. So you're like, I got to find a mirror and I got to find this, but I don't see any mirrors in this place. It's like you you're not going to need a mirror, man. <laughs> I promise you, it's not going to be here.
0: I mean, it, it was essentially telling you the whole you know. Stand in front of a mirror, spin around three times, say Bloody Mary, you know? Exactly.
1: Like, it's the lore right. of that. However place. that
0: went, I don't remember anymore. Right. But it was it was that same sort of thing. And I was like, well, I don't see a mirror,
1: <laughs> big or small. I just, you were like dead set <laughs> on finding this small mirror. <laughs> like, you would stop. You get scared by something and you'd be like, OK, I got to find this mirror. Wait, the look mirror? For this mirror. <laughs> There's no <laughs> mirror, man. <laughs> it's it's it, you it's you don't need it. You don't need anything looking at you, I promise you. You're gonna find plenty of that just walking around. <laughs> so I that was pretty cool. You could tell you could definitely tell like a roguelike point. player when you're like, okay, I need to find I to find this object. This object's telling me to find this object. Uh, that was
0: Yeah, funny. I do I do play a lot of roguelikes. <laughs> <laughs> but th- But th- there was one point where you go into the sleeping quarters mm-hmm. room. And it's it's at night. And so you've got your camera on so you can see. And you just see this humanoid figure mm. standing in the darkness. And if you walk up too quick, it's easily to just walk right yeah. up to it and whatever happens with it, happens with it. And I saw it yep. and stopped. And I was like, oh no, yep. I'm not doing that. Yeah, me and you both there. Yeah. <laughs> and I walked around and did other things for a while <laughs> instead. Know, <laughs> and then even when it came time to go up to him. I was like, I'm not going straight up to this guy. I am going around <laughs> as close to this bunk bed as possible and side, you know, sidling around yeah, over yep. here. And somehow, like, I triggered him yeah. anyway, and he ran off out of the door. The, the, I was like, well, I don't know what would have happened if I was directly in front of him, but I I'm, can tell you. I'm glad I did. It I this saw way. him too, but I, I walked <laughs> up happens? to him.
1: But basically, he'll just he'll vanish him. You know, the, the scary noise happens and he'll vanish and a ball will come rolling out, the, the ball that you see rolling around oh. randomly throughout the throughout the building from time to time. There's another one that's like that. Th- when you first hear the music box in the dark, in that same room, you'll walk out, you'll, you'll, you'll turn the music box off, you'll hear the scurry of little feet running out of the room, and you turn around and then you'll approach the door and you get the jump scare of the thing running by the door. But if you leave and you turn left to go to the entrance, like where your sleeping bag and stuff is, the mm-hmm. I guess the caregiver I'm assuming that's who it is, is in the doorway in the other room. But, like, you can see her through the doorway hovering and twitching with, like, this weird, like, oh. arched back angled thing. And I just stood there and went, nope, nope, I'm not.
0: Oh, had I yep. seen that? That would have messed you. Can't,
1: me. You. <laughs> you, you can you could barely catch it. I don't know if maybe my my resolution or my brightness was turned up just enough, but I, you could barely see a figure twitching in the darkness. And I zoomed in on it with my camera and I went, oh, God, God I, I don't want to go out there. And it's the same thing. You know, you approach it and then the loud noises and the camera shakes, you know, gets all staticky and and then you you yip and Then you move on to the next thing. So. That bunny terrified me more times. It terrified me watching you stream it. I'm sitting here knowing what's happening, and I still was jumping in my chair watching you play it. That's that's how that's how intense this game is. I already know what's going on. It still scared the hell out of me.
0: I have to wonder if it made the rabbit a little less intense for me. Naming it bread, maybe.
1: maybe. I just <laughs> instead of referring
0: to it as the rabbit, I just kept calling that's him bread. Rabbit.
1: You, I think you missed one of the dolls, and it's it, it's after you go in and you see the box and the dripping from the ceiling. When you go into that room and the thing kind of lunges at you, there's a doll. It looks like a clown doll, but it's a rabbit doll. But it's not like Fred. It's not like the one with the crossed-out eyes like the first one you see. It's it's like It looks like a little porcelain one. And it's sitting on a chair next to that toilet when you walk in there to turn the water off that's running. That's the thing that rushes you when you leave to go towards the entrance. And that thing's...
0: I don't think I actually... Turned off the water. That,
1: well, it turns off when you approach it, and then you go over and you pick up the box, and then the dripping comes from the ceiling, and then you get that jump scare from that. Oh! Okay. But when you leave that that rabbit's not on the chair anymore, and you go out there, and if you if you pay attention, that light there's the light over the door, or to the entrance of the building where you you know locked yourself in. You can see like the top of a rabbit head, with the ears kind of low, and then the light goes out. And you're like, what in the what was that? Like it's so quick. Like I barely caught it. And I did not, I was like, I don't want to go in there. That's that's I do not want to go in there. <laughs> and I reluctantly went in there and got rushed. And I I think I peed myself during that that specific spot. It was very, very <laughs> well designed. Extremely well designed. Great game for nine bucks on Steam. And I mean it's short. Absolutely. It's like two hours or something. It's not even that super long. But it it yeah I think I it gets you good it's real good
0: finished it in two and a half you know what they get bonus points for messing with the player Uh after you've beaten the game and you go into level select
1: I didn't do that I was so happy you did that I had to see that that was (laughs) that was so (laughs) trolly that was pretty cool
0: it's it's little things like that that really put a game over the top for Mm -hmm. me and that one it definitely helped for for all the game shortcomings that was certainly not one of them that was a nice little little it, some gravy yeah, on, the, on top they point,
1: have you know? uh the company that made it has like two other games out and they're both horror games and i've watched I brief videos on them, and they and i'm curious they look that. terrifying and if it's anything like summer 58 man i'm i'm gonna need some liquid courage to get through some of those guys i was uh my <laughs> yeah, my I'm... bourbon was out next to me during that playthrough i i was i was getting real <laughs> warmed up when we were playing that one Ooh.
0: so i'm I'm kind of a chicken shit when it comes to horror stuff. Yeah, I don't, and it's so I am and I'm not. It really depends. Mm -hmm. Uh, First, let's let's preface this by saying the first time I saw a horror movie, I was probably four. My my uncle, with his terrible judgment, decided I was okay to watch Night of Living Dead two or something. Oh, okay. And uh, so it was. It freaked me out, and it was very quick. He was. He and my mom were quick to point out that it was makeup after okay. I was a little anxious about it. Fair. And after that, it, you know, usually for kids, it doesn't sink in. But for me, I was like, okay, it's makeup. It's not real. I get it. Mm-hmm. So makeup jobs never bothered me again. Seeing zombies in movies, no big deal, whatever.
1: All
0: right. Uh, but stuff like the first time I saw Blair Witch, frustrating to watch, but yeah. also eerie and a little creepy. Mm-hmm. And then you watch stuff like Paranormal Activity, particularly the first one. First one, that one made it hard to sleep that
1: night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, what's that movie?
0: Cat's Eye. Okay. Do you remember that old movie, Cat's Eye? I
1: know the name, but I don't know if I've watched it. My my wife is a huge like horror movie buff. I'm I'm like you. I'm I don't like not. <laughs> I like the psychological ones, like like Paranormal Activity, Blair Witch, and that stuff, which are far worse mm. than like you know Freddy Krueger and Jason and all that stuff. Um, but I do, yeah, I do remember I've, Cat's Eye.
0: I've never been a huge fan of Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. or Friday the 13th, but, uh, yeah, Cat's Eye messed with me. It's only one particular moment. It was probably because this little tiny troll in the wall came and tried to suck the life force out of a little girl while she was sleeping mm-hmm. okay. in her bed. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, for seven, eight year old me, that's yeah.
1: fucking creepy. That's your, that's your, that's your safety <laughs> that zone. That made it hard to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Also, you know what? Thinking back on it, The Blob.
1: Mm. That one
0: messed with me as a kid. Okay. Okay. And what was that one with the giant alligator in the sewers?
1: Oh, I mean, I know, I know, Lake, croc, like something like that, crocodile. I think it was croc. I think that's what it was. I don't know. But I'm thinking that one. I'm thinking I... Lake Placid, which wasn't scary. It was Betty White's no, Betty I mean, White shining <laughs> moment. <as an laughs> I actress. never saw that one, oh. but if
0: if it's got Oliver Platt, it's not that scary. <laughs>
1: yeah. But it is Betty White's like <laughs> shining star in her cinema cinematography. That's that's the first time I realized really? that Betty White was a very foul mouthed lady, and I I grew to love her more <laughs> from from watching that that train wreck of a show or a movie. Um, I have two older sisters, so and one of them one of them is nine years older, and the other one's five years older. So. I got my fair share of like scary movies when they just put something on and they'd be like, Hey, we're watching this. And I'd be like, cool. It's like Friday the 13th two. And it's like uh nightmare on Elm street. I think it's four. I think we watched nightmare on Elm street four. And there's a, there's a part. And I'm for this to this day, I will never forget this scene. Cause this is the part that messed me up. There was a guy, he was lying in his bed and then his arms like, Split open, and his muscles attached to the ceiling, and Freddy Krueger walked him off like a marionette off of off of whatever building he was, and threw him off the ground. And I will forever
0: oh, man. remember
1: that. <laughs> I don't even remember how old I was. I had to have <laughs> been five or six. I don't know. Um, but my my sisters were like, "Oh no, probably, <laughs> probably not a good thing for me to be seeing." Because I I still to this day I will never forget that I am. Gory movies, uh, like the gore f- horror flicks, never. I never really got into those. Again, because as as an adult now, you look at them, you're like, yeah, that looks super cheesy. But the psychological ones that just mess with your head, those are those are the ones I, I seem to be more attracted to. And those are worse than the than the makeup ones, than the the overly gory, the Crystal Lake ones. It's you know way worse than that. So yeah, but that's
0: but uh, definitely one that. Always makes even to this day. I get anxious watching it.
1: Is Alien. Mm-hmm. It's hard not and to. <laughs> that is a brilliantly, brilliantly done movie.
0: Aliens will also do it, but it's more of an action flick yeah. than just a horror flick. Yeah. So not quite as much. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And so when I was <laughs> I was I was super excited to play Alien Isolation when I got to that one mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> I was really hoping. For it to mess with me the way the movie did. And for the most part, it did. Mm-hmm. They they definitely nailed the isolation aspect, much like how you feel watching Ripley in the first movie. Yep. Absolutely. Just helpless and overpowered and... Terrified. Wondering what... Yeah, terrified and wondering what the hell's going on. Yep.
1: it It is... <laughs> Alien Isolation is easily the my favorite horror game I think I've ever played to this day. Even you know it's it's full length. It takes a long time to play. It's got a phenomenal story. It's you know it's the whole alien aliens trope and 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 it's in that universe and all that stuff. And I I I literally I think that was kind of the beginning of like my decision to start streaming horror games. Was that one? I think my wife bought it for me on my mm. birthday. Um, and I fired it up, and I've got it's. Uh, it was real early on in my in the streaming career, but I, I will. I fondly remember that game, and there's a spot where I was running around trying to enter a code, and the alien was out. You can hear it walking through the the, you know the the air ducts and whatnot, and you hear the the low hum of the strings. You know everything's real intense, and I'm trying to plug this code in, and I can hear it crawling out of the out of the thing behind me and I start panic running to one of the one of the underground air ducts to hide myself in and my wife kicked my door open this is the reason I stream with my door open from now on my wife kicked my door open and yelled at the top of her lungs and I almost I I had a heart attack she scared me so oh, bad because Lord Optic was texting her because we, we all live close by to one another and he was like this is the time mm. to scare him if you want to go in there and scare him and God, God damn it! And they got a clip of it. They got the clip of me saying how much I hated my wife at the time, because I, That's I was funny. a mess. I was a mess. I had to take a week off from streaming and playing that game entirely, because I just it. I was drained. I was so mentally exhausted from playing that game. It was like we called it Locker Sim Twenty Eighteen. Because I'd literally just hide <laughs> in a locker for hours, playing the game. Just like, so what do you guys want to talk about? We'll Shoots shit. Oh, the aliens here. Hold on, I can't talk. Okay, he's gone. We can talk again. Yeah, okay, I've... let's do. You know. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was a game where I tried not to hide in the locker just because you couldn't see much in there, mm-hmm. and it was more interesting to try and hide under desks and the see the alien cruise Oof. by with its tail dragging behind yeah. it and stuff like that. So it, I played it a little differently, but also, um. When I played it, and I was telling you this during my stream the other day, I had the added benefit of my viewers being able to enter commands to make the sounds that the alien makes. So I never knew if it was real or not. Oh,
1: man. I I couldn't. I don't trust my chat enough.
0: (laughs) I'd be in the middle of doing something, and then I'd hear the the alien drop sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I got to go. I got to go. I can't stay here.
1: <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that game is so well done. The and it, I think it won an award. It did. It, it won an award for um best sound in a game, I think. Best like sound orchestrated sound in a I game. I would believe it. I got to I I we've talked about it in the past. I'm almost positive it won for best sound in a game, I think 2018 and uh deservedly so cuz I I'll never forget just being so stressed out about everything going on and there's there's spots in that game where you're just getting hit left and right you got the you got the joe's walking around you know talking to themselves and then you got some explosion that just happens that freaks you out then you turn tail to get away from this explosion and next thing you know is you're getting face eaten by an alien uh, it's is and but it's like boom 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 there's no there's no time to stop and compo- compose yourself and compile any kind of useful thought it is literally just fight or flight the entire entire goddamn game and it's it's perfectly designed and i i would highly recommend anybody who is into any kind of horror game to to play this and and give it a shot it's it's great my my biggest issue with it being on pc is that every other console game version of this game has the ability to use the microphone to to lure the alien so if you're in oh, yeah, really? if you're playing on Xbox and you have your connect set up and you have your headset set up the alien will hear you talking which was one of the big draws for me because I was like this would be perfect on stream I can't they can try and get me to talk and the thing will be walking around but it doesn't work that way on PC now I'm sure there's a mod out there that we could find that that does allow that to happen but I have uh in my very short search for it uh, have not I've come up empty handed um, but yeah, that's, that's a big perk for the, for getting it on Xbox or, uh, or PS4, um, was that cool little additive to it. And that was before phasmophobia was doing the, you know, you can't, you can't talk in phasmophobia anymore kind of thing. I, I love that, that aspect. I love being that's immersed, rack. immersed so much into the game that I've, I literally feel like if I do anything, even at my desk, if I make any sound, it's over. Like, game over, it's done. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, And I, I love that that aspect of a lot of horror games that they're doing nowadays.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, Alien Isolation made use of, at least on the PS4, the, the DualShock 4 controller with the the little light-up bar on it mm-hmm. would flicker with your tracker.
1: Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that.
0: I And I only learned that today reading an interview about Alien Isolation. And on, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, reading about Alien Isolation made me anxious again from when i played it that's how much that game got me
1: it's good i i'm going to to go gonna, back and play it on the ps4 i'm going to revisit it uh, i think this october i've been thinking about it uh, a With friend your of VR? mine i wish i had that. there are vr mods that i hear that you can look up i'm going to try i i got to get this motion sickness thing under control <laughs> Or mm. I can do anything. Um, I really. <laughs> what are you doing by VR if you get motion sickness? Uh, well, it's like <laughs> seasickness. The more you go on the boat, the less it happens. And I'm I'm working Dad. my way. I'm working my way through it. Well, a lot of them have snap movement too, so you can, you know, basically teleport around instead of like have full body motion. It's you know, feet go there, you appear there. Feet go there, you appear there. At least Half Life Alex works that way. But I'll tell you. Even in just, I I don't know if you've ever touched Phasmophobia. Uh, I know we weren't like going to talk about this very lengthy. Um, For those of you who don't know Phasmophobia, Phasmophobia is an indie ghost hunting game that is all the rage on Twitch right now. It's phenomenal. They have a VR set for it. Four players? It is, yeah. It's, it's, you get your, your friends together and you go hunt ghosts. And, but it's, it's, I say reality, but it's ghost hunting. It's what you would do if you were really looking for ghosts. You got the EMF, you got the cameras, you've got all the stuff uh, to, to just to, to hunt and identify what it is. And then when you identify what it is, then you get money and you leave and you can buy more gear and stuff like that. Basically, that's that's it in a nutshell. But while you're doing this, okay. it's like hunting you, <laughs> trying to kill you <laughs> and you can die. You can die from this thing. So there's a VR version of this of the game and just being in the tutorial house with this headset on is the scariest thing i've done i think ever <laughs> it is so so rough <laughs> it is terrifying and i i got to get this motion sickness under control because i really really want to dive deep into into this game with the vr headset it's it's a whole new level of of horror and terror and it's going to be a lot of fun so that's my phasmophobia. Don't room. throw your headset off the way you threw no, it off while you were playing Summer no. of Fifty Eight. I rewatched that VOD. I rewatched <laughs> the VOD of that and went, God damn. I'm lucky I didn't break those. That's that's not something <laughs> I shouldn't be doing that. I've never thrown my headphones like that ever. But I don't think I've ever been that terrified of anything ever before. So at least not in my face. <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, VR VR brings a whole new level to to most of these scary games and I'm telling you if I find an Alien Isolation VR mod, you you bet your butt I'm a am picking that up, trying that out. Oh man, if you if you do that, I'll be there to see it for sure. I'll let you know. I'll let everybody know.
0: But uh yeah, Alien Isolation, it, that did some really cool things and I it it does have a slow kickoff. I've seen people complain about that and mm. say, "Oh, it's just boring." It's because, yeah, the first hour, it is setting the stage. Right. You're just getting the hang of the controls and learning about the world you're in because it doesn't it doesn't treat it like you've watched the alien movies. Right. It treats it like you're new to them, yep. which is great. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't go overboard with a ton of exposition and everything. Right. It's literally introducing you to the world, introducing you to the gameplay, and getting you into it. And so you it, it sends you through the motions of going through and you're creeped out by some things, but nothing is inherently an enemy just yet. Right. And then what the first thing they have you go up against is the androids. Yep. I believe. The
1: average Joes, I think they're called average Joes or what were they something Joes? Working Joes. Working Joes, thank you. I, I watched Dodgeball the other day. That's why I have average Joe's stuck in
0: there. <laughs> and then after you've been dealing with those for a while, that's when you finally get the Xenomorph.
1: Mm-hmm. And the introduction to the Xenomorph is—it's so good. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's so good. I my butt puckered. <laughs> that thing came out of the <laughs> came out of the crawl space and the the tail falling like Reddit. Oh man, so well done. It's so perfect. And it takes it takes place in the actual Aliens trilogy. Like I think it's between one and two when this happens. So it's yeah. So it's actually like relevant to what's going on after after one and the art style is reminiscent of that 1970 what 1979 I think 1980s whatever Mm -hmm. the art style is reminiscent of that same art style from the movie so it feels like you're there like it feels like you're you're part of you know the 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 first movie it's it's really really thoughtfully designed
0: yeah and that was actually on purpose Fox Mm -hmm. They, uh, the developers went to Fox and asked for all the the resources that they had regarding the first movie to help in designing this game. And Fox was very open to giving them everything they needed. So they just gave them access to all everything they had. It was like, have at it. You got behind the scenes, you got all sorts of crap. And they very deliberately didn't go with any components that were post-1979. That's awesome as far as what the electronics look like they're made of. Right.
1: That's so awesome. Keeping it keeping and it true even, to the source is it's just really neat.
0: Yeah, and they even did some things where... You know how the cutscenes all look kind of a little bit murky and muddy?
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: It's because they took the original footage, transferred it to a VHS, and then put the VHS version of the recording in the oh, game.
1: Oh, man. That's so They did some so cool, cool stuff with this. I love hearing stuff like that, man. That's so <laughs> cool. It's so cool. It is just, it is, there's, you would say it's like a labor of love and a, a really nice love letter to the Alien series in a, in a horror game, because let's be honest, we haven't played a lot of Alien games that have really been blockbusters that have been like really stood out. And I was very, I was very on the fence about even trying this one because of the history of alien games that I've played in the past where I can't I can't think of one alien game that I was like, you know what, that's a really good alien game other than like <laughs> Alien versus Predator the arcade game which has nothing to do with fear or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I really liked System Shock 2 was a, a maybe one of the first PC scary games that I'd ever played um way 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 back when and it reminded me I didn't know that was a scary game. I think it's, des- yeah, it was designed to be kind of a, a spooky type game. It's very, it's got a very weird, a dark atmosphere and very, you know, ambient and all that stuff. I mean, it's nothing to the caliber of, of what Alien Isolation is, but that's, you know, that's what technology has gotten us is that to, to this day. But I felt like it had a lot of that same, that same kind of space fear with it. And then you add the alien in there. And then we we played it. I was like, "This is this is just like the dang movie." I'm like living. I am I am in this movie with this game. It's perfect. I'm horrified. I am constantly looking for a place to hide. I, I'm alone. I'm isolated, quote unquote. Uh, you know, I I I can't think of a better way to really like make a, a horror game based on a movie that's you know initially done. it because. Like you said, Aliens was more of an, an action-packed horror, but it wasn't—it wasn't scary so much as it was, let's kick ass and chew bubblegum. You know, yes, Vasquez and Hicks are going in there, go rip some faces off, and you know, Bill Paxton's us as in his game over, man, man, game over. Yeah, you know, it's it's more of that kind of, it's it's scary because the things are horrifying, but and there's a few good jump scares in there but it's still more action packed than what aliens was or alien was where you're just like every corner, nothing is safe. Everyone's dying. (laughs) What's going on. And you, you feel just like Ripley did on the space station or on the spaceship during that, where you're just like, I have no idea what's going on. How do I control this? How do I stop this thing? There's nothing here I can do to fix it. I'm trying, and you're trying to build stuff and you're, you're using your, your, um, you know your electrical ability to, you know your your smarts to build all these crazy like noise making devices and and health boosters and this that and the other, yeah, just to survive. And like you said, they use all these crazy tools that she, you know, the main protagonist pulls out and and can build all this stuff out of scrap and and the light, you know, your your battery on your f- flashlight dies. You had to find batteries to reset it, so you don't always have it. This the tracker they give you makes noise in the locker, so you can't have the tracker out or it'll find you. The, just the, mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cool little neat things that just make the game just better. The more I think about it, the like I want to play it after we're done with this episode. <laughs> like fire it back <laughs> up. Um it's it's excellent. It is it is just too good. There's too many there's not enough words in the dictionary to say how good this game actually is.
0: Yeah, there's they actually do pull a little bit of the the aliens stuff out at you. So again, minor spoilers. We're just we're gonna ruin a few things here for maybe mid game. But they let you go down to the engine floor of the ship you're on, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of the ship you're on, but the space station. Yeah, but yeah. Let's see. You get down to the engine floor, and you find that there's not just one alien. There's a whole nest of them. Oh yeah. And that was I. That kind of broke me a little bit. I was like, "Oh no,
1: oh Sevast- don't do this." Sevastopol, Sevastopol station,
0: Sevastopol, That's Zavastopol what it station,
1: was. Yes, yeah. When you when you initially start this thing up, you're like, "Okay, I'm only dealing with one." I guess I just figure it out, and then you find out that nope, <laughs> no, you're 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 in some trouble, man. There's a lot of them. <laughs> you're you're you better, yeah. You better figure when they your life show out. you, oh yeah.
0: When you when you get the engine stuff going, mm. and you come back up, and you just see all the aliens climbing up the wall mm. and attacking the glass on the room you're in, mm. it's, the, the big, it's terrifying. You're bigness, like, how yeah. much
1: of the game is left? They, and there's a lot. They do such a great job of it being, you just think you're just dealing with one. There's no hints. There's no hints that there might be several of them on board. You literally just feel like you're dealing with one. And I think you get rid of that one. And you're like, you okay, do. I got to get. You go through. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I, I it, cleaned it it's out. It's
0: a massive thing.
1: And then you go down. I got to get the engine started for this thing. Because you're going to collide with the planet or a or sun or whatever. You're like you're flying towards. And you go out there to fight up. And there's a freaking mess down there. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go again. And there's more of them. There's more than one. And it's. Oof. Yeah. And. and you just keep you just keep trying to stay alive throughout the rest of it, and I think I think I broke. I said like, I broke when I went down there and saw all those down there, and went, "Well, I don't know if we can do this. <laughs> this, this, yeah, this is this." Yeah, when bad. you're
0: dealing with when you're trying to sneak around two aliens and five working Joes, mm-hmm. it is as stressful as that game gets. Yep.
1: I mean, the only thing they give you is the <laughs> the flamethrower to scare it off, and then. Everything else is just find a good place to hide. Like the Joes, you can take out the Joes. It it takes a little work, but the game is not not forgiving with its with its ammo consumption. If you if you only have one bullet left, chances are you you've wasted everything you got, and you better figure out a way to hold on to that one bullet for that that one moment you need it. But luckily, they give you the wrench or the multi tool that you can get around with. But even then, that's still you'd, you'd be lucky to take anything out with that stupid wrench
0: yeah there is never feeling overpowered Mm -hmm. in alien isolation and that's that's a rare occurrence in a horror game sometimes you get toward the end like in resident evil you can hoard your ammunition and at the end you just feel like a powerhouse Mm -hmm. even in resident evil 7 as as stressed as i got toward the end of that one i had such firepower at my disposal Mm. that it was just inherently a little less scary. Things went down so much faster. Right. But since you don't kill the aliens, <laughs> you survive
1: the aliens. Yeah, That's the yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, you can kill the Joes if you're willing to waste what you've got or need to waste what you've got on a particular Joe. Right. But there's there's rarely getting rid of a threat entirely. Right. It, it, it was a really cool experience. More horror games need to take an approach like this.
1: I've, if there were more horror games like Isolation, I would totally play it. I've heard that you can actually play Alien Isolation completely passive and not not hit, not get not hurt anything, not attack anything. Like there's nothing in the game I believe it. that locks you into a spot where you have to fight something to get out of it. There's there's a way out of anything. Any any situation you're in, if you if you plan your assault enough, you won't you won't have to to use one one piece of ammunition to get through it. I've heard. I don't know if that's true, but I like you said. I I would also one hundred percent believe it because you never felt like felt like fighting was always your last resort. It was always the la- the mm. last thing on your mind is either get the heck out of here. I really don't want to waste anything. I got I got like six bullets. I need all six of these things. I've got very little flamethrower gas left. I'm probably going to need to use that on the alien at some point i i gotta figure out a way out of this without using it now how many times i've died with like full ammunition just going nope i'm too i'm too stubborn to use this i can't i have to hold on to this for something something's gonna get me and i'm gonna need it um and then eventually you just cave and say fine and you you know you would waste an entire clip on a working joe and and then you're up you're up, up up s creek without a paddle Trying to figure out how to get past like four of the four of the working Joe's that you woke up because you fired your gun off, you discharged your weapon when you shouldn't have. There's just a lot of <laughs> lot of really cool aspects of the game that you know. One one problem if you think you solved it turns into several problems that now you have to solve all of them with less with less items at your disposal. It's really cool.
0: Gosh, I don't know if I could play Alien not making any sound. Right, I think that would stress me out even further. <laughs> I would
1: just too much Uh, The idea of not being able to use your microphone. It's just, it just makes my ears tingle with excitement. I just think that would be so much fun. I love that. (laughs) I love being in those, in, in those kind of high stress games like that. It's, and it's great watch. It's a great view to watch someone just be so intent on what they're doing and then getting the surprise of their life and watching either, Them throw their headphones across the room or fall out of a chair or walk, walk out (laughs) of a room, which I've done all three of those. Um, Just scream, or just scream, just scream an ungodly sound that you didn't know you could make. Yeah, (laughs) things like that. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's good. Good fun good fun i love it and i
0: making me want to
1: play this i know again, I, and I don't want to play I this I torment again. myself with these games and i <laughs> i love it i absolutely just but i won't play it i gotta watch you feel like when you play on you play them on stream or you play them on twitch or whatever you're you're like your friends are watching the movie with you but you're controlling it you know you're you're controlling all the aspects of it yeah. so you feel a little safer because you've got chat watching it with you or whatever but sometimes those chat you know they're not to be trusted <laughs> especially when you give them sound alerts. Oh, don't I know it. (laughs) We blurred firsthand.
0: (laughs) I gave them sound alerts and I made it to where I I'm pretty sure I had, I was, that's what was going on. I was watching, I was reading chat through my bot, I think, or no, a screen I popped Mm. up that hid commands. Okay. That's what it was. So whenever commands were used, I wouldn't see it. Mm. Well, some of the more savvy members of chat discovered that throwing an exclamation point on the front of what they were saying made it so I couldn't see oh, that god. so they started plotting and planning what they were doing <laughs> instead of just making it happen it, like oh this is a good time to do it that's a good time no they were discussing when was a good
1: time oh, to do it god <laughs> that's so that's so <laughs> bad i i can't trust i can't trust chat i can't do it i just can't do it I don't know how you do it, man. They, they're, they're, they're not and to be trusted. They came forward.
0: <laughs> they came forward and let me know that's what they were Fair.
1: doing. Like, but we have some.
0: That was after a while. We have
1: some like war planning type viewers that uh, that are very meticulous about how <laughs> they plan on our assaulting our psyches uh, during these games, and that's why I refuse. I've got a, I've got a scream from a, a friend of mine who goes, you know, Pierce or Purse. You've heard Purse. He was playing Resident Evil. God, was he playing one or two? Anyways, he was playing one of the Resident Evils earlier on. It's the the old PS1 version. And he went, he's like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. And the spider in the sewer crawls out of the right corner of the screen. And this gentleman made a scream that I had never heard Come from a human being that was alive and not in a movie <laughs> that I, I've ever heard. And, of course, 500 clips of it appeared everywhere. Sound effects were made of it. And I know a lot of people that have turned that into like a scare, you know, a scare trigger or whatever during horror games. I won't do it.
0: Oh, a scare I won't alert do sound?
1: It. I won't give it. I will not give it to my chat. I, I fear what they will do with it. They are not to be trusted. It is. <laughs> It is the highest scream-highest scream I've ever heard a man make out of his mouth. You have you ever seen the movie uh was it is it accepted with um oh god what's his name?
0: Justin Long?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's a one of a long time ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and the 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 guy that's in all the, the funnier movies he was in Jonah uh, Hill. Yes, thank you. God, why am I forgetting these okay. guys' names? Jonah Hill's in it. And this this like skeleton falls from the roof, and he screams very high pitched when the skeleton falls through the roof. And I swear to God, it's the same same sound. <laughs> but instead of having someone make the sound and then put it over Jonah Hill's voice, because I don't think Jonah Hill actually screams like that, this came from the actual person, and I couldn't believe it. And and since then, Poor it's just Bruce. been it's been a running meme for, <laughs> since, for like three <laughs> years now. Like it's it's been around forever, and it will never die. And it is it is one of the funniest things. So I I will not, I will not give the the chat the ability to use those powers for evil. I will only hold them for good. I don't trust anybody with that goddamn sound. That's no hilarious. Way. Especially in something like Alien Isolation or or uh, Fifty Eight. There's no way, no way. I no, would we're, be like, well, we're done. We're not we're not streaming this anymore.
0: <laughs> I'm actually planning. We were that my <laughs> my viewers were. Throwing ideas at me for sound effects for this October, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, let's let's plan them out." We're making bingo cards. Yeah, I and... heard about
1: the bingo thing on your stream on <laughs> on uh, Wednesday. Do you have like plans? Like, you man, have like I'm, an I'm a, excited. Like a like a um, I don't know, like a, what's what's the what's the biggest game that you would like to play for October for your scary game? Or um, scary games, right?
0: I'm going to be playing Visage and Resident oh, Evil. Oh my
1: god. I want to play Vision so bad, but I am such a f- chicken shit about <laughs> even. Oh yeah, when it comes to scary up,
0: games, I'm a total chicken shit. Man. But it's it's fun and it's funny for me. I throw on the heart rate monitor. Yeah. I let them have sound effects, and <sighs> I am just a wreck for the. Visage for the is remainder gonna of my stream.
1: I've watched I've watched playthroughs on YouTube because I want to see like what I'm up against. What am I gonna be dealing with? And there's a scene in Visage that I'll never forget, and it's one of the biggest reasons why I'm going to have a hard time even playing it. All the lights go out in the game, and your only source of light is a flash on a camera to get through a hallway. And you have to wait for it oh, to charge. No. So you'll take a picture, right? And you'll see where you need to go real quick. And then you'll walk and you'll hear the camera, you know, and then it's ready to go, and you flash it again and God knows what you're gonna see, man. I I couldn't, I couldn't I was like, nope. Because there might be something good there. So I didn't finish it. As soon as I saw him taking the pictures to get to the hallway, I went, that's it. I'm not watching it anymore. Because there might be a good jump scare there <laughs> that I'd like to be surprised yeah. by. But oh man, I that that's hard. That's hard on me. I I don't like being in dark places like that and not having control of a at least a night vision camera or at least a flashlight of some kind. If you're just going to put me in a dark room and be like, you have literally two seconds of light to navigate through this. And there's something haunting you. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm going to try and I think, I think I'm going to do it for October two. We might, we might have to do a visage double, double feature between you and I, cause I, I really want to play <laughs> it really bad. And uh, I think that one's on, it's on the list. I think it might go up there.
0: Is Visage the one? Like it was a year or two ago. Now I think you could get the demo, and or it was maybe an early access where you could only play like an hour or two of it or something.
1: It might have been. Don't
0: know if it was that
1: one. I don't know much about it. Um, I was just looking. I was just bumping around on on Steam, going, "Oh, let's see what kind of horror games they've got out there," and and Visage was like top of the list. When I pulled it up and went, All okay, right, let's check this out. And it goes, You've played Alien Isolation, so this game probably would be good for you. And I went, All right. And I watched like the little cutscenes on that. I was like, this looks beautiful. Artwork looks great. Okay. It's not like uh you don't attack anything, it doesn't look like it just looks like you're kind of roaming around, like discovering information. That seems cool. Let's throw it up on YouTube and see like, I don't know, twenty minutes of gameplay of it. 20 minutes was enough for me to be like oh this is the worst decision I think I will ever make on this stream <laughs> that's it's probably going to be worse than than 58. it's probably going to be worse than that it it looks really really bad and it is designed to be a psychological Thriller horror game so it's supposed to just totally mess with your head the entire time you're playing it so that should be great you know what I want to play PTE PT. I don't know I'm unfamiliar with PT. What is what is PT? It was
0: it it was short for I want to say playable teaser or public teaser. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what they stood for, but it was supposed to be the sort of teaser demo for Silent Hills mm-hmm. that Norman Reedus was going to be in okay. back in the day. Okay. So it was on uh, I want to say it was on PS3. Okay. And it was free to download and then eventually maybe it was PS4, I don't know. But eventually it got taken off the store after Konami split up with
1: Koji. Okay. Okay. Gotta love Silent and
0: Hill. And I think there's a Unity version of it you can get now for PC. Ooh. I'm just afraid to try it on stream right. because I don't know if Konami is gonna do DMCAs.
1: Gotcha. Or not. Understandable. I feel like they might. Understandable. I uh, Silent Hill is one of my favorite one of my favorite series I actually like Silent Hill more than I liked Resident Evil. Um, even though I know Resident Evil was kind of the start of the tank-controlled horror trope, um, I thought I thought Silent Hill took it to another level, and instead of making it... You know, zombies are flesh and blood, essentially. This one was just, again, another psychological thriller. You're in this messed-up town with filled with demons and stuff, and you're just trying to figure out what the hell you're doing there, and I, I like the mystery behind it. I like the what's going on we're searching for things silent hill 2 was the first silent hill i beat and it was it was a tough playthrough. that was a scary scary game that radio when that radio kicks in oof <laughs> look out i i was not i was not having fun playing it as a kid <laughs> when that radio started coming out start panicking you know you'd start losing all losing all sense of direction and of course the tank controls are impossible to navigate what you're trying to do and it just adds to the stress of you trying to get away from a couple of nurses that want to come and rip your face off or quite possibly the almighty pyramid head you know coming to make your night a living hell but great did
0: you ever get to play I've talked about it on the podcast before but did you ever get to play Shattered Memories
1: I have not no I have not Uh, good one would you that's that's a fun one yeah
0: Um, I do recommend it apparently the PS2 version mm-hmm. is a little buggy for emulation, I think okay. it was. Okay. So you might want to try and find it for the Wii somehow. Okay. But, uh,
1: I The last the Silent is, Hill, I big think... big on the motion controls. The last Silent Hill I think I played was 3, was the last one. And I didn't finish it. I wanted to, but I didn't finish it. Uh, I was living in Germany at the time when I got it. I was getting pretty far into it. And then one thing led to another and I had to move back. So all my stuff was late coming back with me. And then it went someplace else, and I had to go pick it up, and by that time I was completely like lost interest in in, in finishing it just with everything <laughs> that had gone on at the time. So um, I definitely think we're going to do a revisit of Silent Hill 3 as well. I, I really, really thought that one was really well done, because um, I, I, that was the first one of PS2, if I'm not mistaken, yeah? That was like the the uh, at the time it was no, like the upgrade. Silent Hill
0: Two was on the PS. Was it on the PS Two?
1: Okay, I thought it was PS One. Yeah,
0: some but Silent Hill Three was really graphically astonishing yeah. for a PS Two game.
1: Yeah, very beautiful. For I mean, if you want to call rusty flesh colored walls beautiful um, as <laughs> as they go, but I, I the design the design of it and everything was really spectacular. And I uh, I need to go back at it. I need to jump back on that one again. Try it again.
0: I think I still have that one. I don't recall.
1: I don't even if I do, it's in a box somewhere. I'm sure I could dig it out. But oof, good game. Great game. Great series. Great series.
0: All righty, sir. Well, uh, thank you for joining me in this conversation. Absolutely. Been on the podcast again. Absolutely.
1: You talk. You, I. It's, it's funny. I do all my RPGs and stuff. And then you're like, oh, you're on for a horror. You want to talk horror games? I'm like, yes, absolutely. Sign me up for <laughs> horror game talks. I'm all about that because when i initially started doing twitch that's what i wanted to do i wanted to play like a bunch of scary games because i figured who doesn't like watching a grown man suffer in his in his office um <laughs> you know at the hands of something terrifying so um i got a i got a nice spot in my heart next to my rpgs uh that is a horror shaped that's going to sound really bad on re-listening <laughs> uh scary game shaped hole in my heart that i fill. that's a, right you got a charred
0: monk shaped hole in the wall in your heart. yeah
1: i do yes it's it's i love them <laughs> i love scary games and i'll the it's it's true what they say man it gets addictive and the when you play one and you get through one you want to start up in the ante and one of these days i'm gonna play something that's gonna make my eyes melt out of my head on stream and it's gonna be really really weird to watch but <laughs> You know, I'll just wait for that day to come because I love them. They're good stuff.
0: Wife Wolf was actually pretty excited that I was going to be playing some horror games again this October. Nice. She was like, good, good. You'll have because ins- she just switched jobs. So okay. I'm without insurance at the moment. Right. But she's like, you know what? Insurance kicks in in October. You're safe to play them. Then. Good. <laughs> if you have a heart attack, you'll be covered. My
1: wife loves it when I play them, too. Rogue <laughs> Rogue loves to mess with me when I'm playing any kind of scary game. She'll hear me chirping. I try and do it so that she goes to bed, so I'd rather annoy her than then give her the opportunity to come in and scare her, but I think I was playing Resident <laughs> Evil 8, and uh, I was making all kinds of very, I'm scared noises, we'll just call them that, I'm scared noises, and she actually came in and <laughs> sat down and watched the game because of what I was doing, she was like, oh, this is, this is really cool, and I've got my headphones on, so I'm hearing all this weird crap going on, and I'm dodging big meanies and stuff, and she's like, this looks cool, and I'm like, get the fuck out!" everything's gonna die we gotta run about ammo she's like i'm trying to sleep man are you all right in here i'm like no this place is on fire so, <laughs> it was a good time good time in the chart house that's great
0: all right you want to let uh let people know where they can find you
1: absolutely um you can always find me uh thursdays through sundays on uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash Chardmunk, c-h-a-r-d-m-o-n-k um you would also find me on the uh the bctv podcast on sundays which should be starting up next sunday or not sorry next month um with uh with bud cave tv and uh, a couple of other friends of ours that we do uh our little show with so good times
0: right on all right well thank you again for being on
1: well thank you for having me i love doing this love talking with you guys i love talking games with you guys this this is a this is a great podcast it's fun fun to be here well thank you thank you
0: all right and uh thank you everybody listening we appreciate you turning in and uh we will catch you later ah shit i had a robot sound i was gonna do and i forgot Uh. oh game over man game over there it is there we go there it is
1: (laughs) Special thanks for music, go to Arthur the Ancient, found on SoundCloud, or The Last Ancient on YouTube. For more episodes, please visit our website, pressb As well, feel free to like or subscribe at Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you would like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been...
0: Press B